This is the Merit Memo from Radio Free New England. One of the best books I read this year is a book called The Power of Meaning, Finding Fulfillment in a World Obsessed with Happiness. It's by Emily Smith, who grew up in a household of Sufis who are pursuing meaning in their daily lives and through group ritual and commitment to learning. It says that it's not happiness or wellness, but meaning that is central to human existence. If that's the case, where do you find it? I know the things that make me happy, and I know from reading the internet for even a moment, all of the different things that pr- promise to promote wellness. Whether it's the Mediterranean diet, the Nordic diet, the Atkins diet, the keto diet, whether it's Gwyneth Paltrow's goop, Martha Stewart's living, you've got a whole industry dedicated to happiness and wellness. But where do you find meaning nowadays? Seems to me that people used to go to church, go to synagogue, go to mosque to find meaning there. They would look to faith, traditions, ritual. But in the 21st century, those forces have stepped into the background. So where do you find meaning today? Well, according to the book, meaning really consists of a few things. A sense of belonging, whether that's to a family, to a partner, to a community, to a nation to a group, basically your tribe, a sense of purpose. And she describes that in the way that Aristotle does, which is to cultivate the best qualities and to put them into practice. So purpose then means a bias towards some form of action. You develop your values, you develop skills, but then you put them into action. It's not just a Pinterest board of life wishes. It's something that you actually have to act on rather than just socking away. Then there's the idea of storytelling and how important storytelling is to our existence. There's a great section in the book about people rewriting their narrative and going from feeling like victims to having stories of redemption and being able to overcome things that have happened to them in their lives. There's a focus on literature and philosophy, the classics, fiction, as a way to ground ourselves in the world today. There's the notion of cultures of community. There's a notion of growth, of not being the same and being stuck in one place your whole life, but of maturing and ripening with age and with experience. And there's the sense of transcendence and of being able to pick out the things that are meaningful in the world that make you feel like you're part of something bigger. That's a common theme lately, and the subject of David Brooks' latest book, which comes out this April, The Second Mountain, the sense of being able to be part of something that makes you forget yourself while also being the most yourself. So it can make you you. One of the things that the power of meaning dwells on is the concept of seeing the earth from outer space and focusing on nature while you're in the world. Archibald McLeish, the famous poet, on December 25th, 1968, the day after the New York Times published a picture of the earth from outer space, wrote this comment. To see the earth as it truly is, small and blue and beautiful, in that eternal silence where it floats, is to see ourselves as riders on the earth together, brothers in that bright loveliness, in the eternal cold, brothers who now know they are truly brothers. And that stuck out to me, and I hope that sticks out to you too, and I hope that this week you can have a sense of transcendence in your life. Once we put the mundanity of preparing wings and burgers and grinders for the Super Bowl aside, 
once we separate ourselves into the camps of people who are cheering for the Patriots or the Rams, let's bring ourselves back together in that spirit of transcendence, knowing that we are explorers together on this earth. Next week, I'm going to talk a little bit about that sort of mindset, the explorer mindset might mean for us in terms of meaning and transcendence. But for this week, please reflect on how we are all on this planet together, how it's truly ours, and how we share responsibility to each other and to ourselves and to this vehicle, this wonderful vehicle, planet Earth, that we ride together. Here's hoping you have a great week. This is the Merit Memo from Radio Free New England. Thanks so much for listening to Radio Free New England this week. If you like what you hear and you want to support the podcast, there are a few ways that you can do that. Go to rfne.org. That's your home base for all of our archives and information on the show. And from there, you can either click on the podcast page, which will bring you to anchor.fm slash rfne. That's our host. And they've got a little button that says support this podcast. You can make a donation right there, and that money will come straight to Radio Free New England. Or you can download on your Android or iPhone the Radio Public app and listen to the podcast through there. They have a feature called Paid Listens, which just means they put a little ad either before or after the podcast, and that ad generates funding for the show. So you don't even have to spend a dime to donate to Radio Free New England that way, but it would make a big difference in helping us grow our podcast and helping us keep our lights on. Thanks so much for listening, and until next week, remember to visit rfne.org for all of our past archives. Take care.